Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we discuss all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And we're up to episode 40, but first, let's say hi to Jackie and Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie, and I'm the Ultimate Friends fan. I love this show. And I'm Vanessa Martinez, the newbie, and I now have less than 200 episodes to watch. (laughs) Oh, yes! More progress, people. Progress. So I like this episode because I feel like it's kind of classic sitcom, you know, foil. We're keeping secrets from people and people finding things out and all that. So it's 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 pretty fun. Uh, Episode the fortieth episode, the one where Joey moves out, premiered on February fifteenth, the day after Valentine's Day, uh, with thirty one point two million viewers. Jackie, tell us what happened. Yes. So Phoebe and Rachel are getting tattoos. This is a big episode for Joey and Chandler's relationship. Joey and Chandler go to a brunch at a nice apartment, and Joey ends up moving there because the apartment becomes available. Monica, Richard, and Ross go to Ross and Monica's dad's birthday, Jack, where Richard and Monica tell the parents they're dating. <laughs> yes, a lot of fun activity going on here. Who this wants is a to- good one. But one thing I wanted to bring up, though, the whole tattoo scenario with Rachel and Ross. <laughs> they just started dating. Why is he so overprotective of her about getting a tattoo? Because he's insecure. Even David Schwimmer said that. And David Schwimmer said his opposite trait is that Ross is insecure and David Schwimmer's secure. So I think that is shown throughout the whole entire relationship, and you'll see more of it throughout the series. And that's why at first, like, I like Ross, but I don't necessarily – I mean, I want them to get together, but I – I kind of like before going into all these deep details of the podcast, I was kind of like, no, Ross is too controlling. And you're seeing a little bit right now. So you'll see later on how it explodes. But how does that tattoo reflect his insecurities? Because she's going to be cooler than him. (laughs) Well, she is cooler than him. Yeah. Yeah. But because he's, he's controlling her. And so that when you, lose control that's your own insecurity because you don't have enough confidence to control the situation so i think he has a lot of like just things that he thinks he should the things he should thinks he should think he he thinks that tattoos are for you know you know bad or you know whatever not people he knows or dates no one he knows or dates would have a tattoo yeah i think that's his thought mentality I don't know. I think it's, and then, then, but I do think it's interesting that she knows that and she still wants to get it. So is yeah. that an act of rebellion or is she just being herself? I think she's, she's, uh, you know, stubborn in her own sense. And so she's like, I'm getting the tattoo. I'm getting the tattoo. She's probably <laughs> like, no man's going to control me and I'm going to do what I want to do. Well, yeah. She was, she was unsure. I mean, she almost didn't do it because she was concerned about what Ross would think. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm the only one from this group who does not have a tattoo. Yeah, you <laughs> well, are. <I> so. <laughs> you guys are brave. I'm just going to say that. Well, I have small, I have three and they're all small ones. And so my first one was the, the stars inside my ankle. And I was very, um, I did that without my parents knowing. <laughs> I was 19 and I was still living at home. And I, was, I just got tattooed with my friend. But I mean, at first it does hurt a little bit but after that you're just used to it so it's no big deal i don't have big tattoos like you do jason (laughs) how many do you have jackie i have three i have the stars inside my ankle i have a butterfly on my foot and then i have um oz because i love wizard of oz i grew up with it and so i have the oz symbol on my wrist yeah i only have one if i were i i didn't get it until i was 45 though Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I actually now I wish I'd gotten earlier, and I would I would I would actually do a whole sleeve. Holy! Oh, wow! Because mine's on this forearm, and I, mm-hmm. I would do another one on this arm. Would you? Okay, but it's never too late. Would you consider doing it now? I don't know, I'm old. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing but a number in this. Yeah, case. when you have saggy old skin, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> but they've always said, you know, you get one, you keep getting more, and that's true. <laughs> well, after I got the first one, I really wanted another one, mm-hmm. and I. But that was, you know, that's been five years now, so I haven't. I might get another one. Who knows? Yeah. I'm open to get another one too. <laughs> I'm not open to get one. <laughs> no, too many needles, I feel like. And the way, okay, so on the show, the way that Rachel shows off her tattoo, that is so unrealistic because afterwards you have to like take care of it. Yeah. And, and she's just like openly doing it. And it's like, and it's a colored in tattoo, which I have a colored in tattoo. And you have to like put um, Aquaphor on it and all that, or other, otherwise it fades. And so I thought that was kind of unrealistic the way they showed it. And right after you have it too, it's, it's red Four. and swollen. Yeah, exactly. So. But um, it's still cute. I mean, it's not real, so obviously. Yeah. And I, I didn't. Um, I read that uh, Jennifer Aniston didn't have any tattoos at the time, and she actually didn't get any until after the show was over. And yeah. She on her foot. Yeah, she has one on her foot, and she has one on her wrist as well. So, and they're all um, in remembrance of her pets, her dogs. Oh. So, yeah. That's- yeah. And then Roth ended up enjoying the tattoo very much. So everyone wins in this situation. <laughs> well, I do think, I mean, that is a nice evolution for him because he thought he would not like it and he was against it because he's you know, uptight all the time. And then he saw it and realized it was kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then Phoebe, <laughs> her tattoo. Hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. I thought that was the best part of the whole thing. I can <laughs> totally see Phoebe having tattoos, though. I was surprised, but you know, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I thought that was cute. But she didn't get a lily; she got a a world, a dot, <laughs> a dot. But it symbolized something, so it's not just a dot. <laughs> no, I agree with Rachel on this. She totally chickened out. Yeah, you're so totally chickened out. It doesn't hurt that much. I mean, the, on my arm, the the spot where my where my skin is whiter and not been exposed to the sun as much, it hurt more there, but it didn't hurt over on the other side. How long were you in the chair for? It was a couple hours. Because it's a, it's a bison head. It's pretty big. It's like that big. Wow. Yeah. That, my tattoos took minimal time. They're little. <laughs> but when I was in the getting mine, there was a guy getting it on his, low, on his back. And he, he had been there for like hours before. And he was still there when I left. So those, that's like a commitment. Yeah. I have a friend who whenever she goes overseas, like to Thailand or wherever, in Asia, she gets a tattoo because they're a lot cheaper there. And she says they like the way they come out over there. So every time she goes, she gets one. I don't ah. know. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I liked the the whole t- tattoo scenario. Phoebe's was my favorite just because she's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joey moves out. I, yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I think it's sad too because... I've lived with my best friend. I don't know, Vanessa, you went, you lived in the sorority house, right? When you were in college? Yes. And then, and then from the sorority house, you went back home and then you got married. Yes. Yeah. So did you ever like, so you never really like one-on-one lived with a best friend? Um, no, I wouldn't say so, but 
because all the rooms kind of had different people in it. There was, I lived in one room that had six, it was a big room. It had six girls, but there was only four of us in there. Mm-hmm. Um, actually both. Yeah. Each time I lived, uh, what in, each room had four girls. So we all kind of became close in a way, especially the first time I lived in the house. Um, we all kind of like, you know, would hang out. We would talk, we would, you know, you have your core group of mm-hmm. girls that you would hang out with. So yeah, it was bittersweet um, kind of moving out just because, you know, those people that you saw all the time mm-hmm. weren't going to be there with you anymore. Yeah. I still saw them occasionally. Um, well, I did see them, but not every night, every morning. I didn't mm-hmm. know their routine anymore. So it kind of, you know, it was kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Well, Maybe particularly yeah. since not it's not just Joey and Chandler, but Monica and Rachel are, are right across the hall too. So mm-hmm. all the friends are all right there together all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's interesting too from the beginning because Chandler does not need a roommate. Mm-mm. He could afford the apartment on his own and could probably afford a, a better apartment than even the one he has. But he likes, uh, you know, obviously, and, and we learn going forward, he, he doesn't like the idea of living alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and like he said, he's like you mentioned, he could afford it, but he just wanted to live with Joey. It was a sense of comfort, and I think it was something he knew, and I think he liked it. And yeah. it's kind of it's just so cute to see them kind of like really sad, like moving away from each other. It is sad, I and then it it's is. like they argue, and then that mm-hmm. hug at the end when Joey oh. uh, comes back in and gives him a hug. That the was hug really at cute. the end. I thought I was gonna cry. I know. I related to this story because I moved down to Southern California with my best friend, Cassie, who I've spoke about her before. She's the one who I started watching Friends with. Uh And um, I lived with her for a little bit. And then I moved away when I came up to L.A. to, like, start my career. And then I moved back in with her. And then when we left. So I've lived with her a few um, times. And then she got married. So now she lives with her husband. But every time it was like, I know you're still going to be in my life. But it's just different. Because... I'm not going to come home and see you. It's it's a comfort level when you're coming home seeing your best friend. And so that hug at the end really got to me because I was like, I totally can relate. I can feel feel what that feels like. So, But would you go, do you miss living with people or do you like living on your own? Now, at this time in my life, I like living on my own. I do. You know, and so if I had to choose to live with somebody, I mean, mm, I don't, I would, if I had a choice, I would choose living on my own. Unless you're sure so someone comes along. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless, yeah, a significant other comes along and I'm married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't like that he moved out. But I mean, good for him. He was able to make his money and move out. Uh, but Chandler is devastated. Yeah. It's so sad. I feel so bad for Chandler. And he, and he never really shows himself being that, that vulnerable. Yeah. Not even for like, a hot lady or anything. I I definitely thought what you're saying, Jason. For sure. Oh, so sad. All right, let's take a quick break and we come back. I mean, lots going on in the Geller house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Monica comes clean and you know, lots to talk about there. Very fun birthday party for, for Jack. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right, and we are back talking about the one where Joey moves out. So sad. Yes, and then one quick thing I want to mention was a, a while ago in a previous episode when they got the foosball table, Jackie, you mentioned that the foosball table was going to be a significant part in the series. And was this the significant part that you were talking about part when they were fighting over it? Part of it. There's still more. <laughs> oh. I do love the way they played for the foosball table, though. Yes. And my favorite line from this is actually from that when Chandler goes, um, your little men are going to get scored on more than your sister. And Joey, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Which sister? <laughs> you not through, it just, you, know, you can't talk about, <laughs> yeah, about yeah. and then joy says no just leave it here you need, you yeah. need the practice you need the practice that was yeah. also sweet joey's yeah. is a little sweetheart yeah. i know we talked about it earlier but when he I, it, I was like he's not really gonna move out he's not really gonna move out no he's not really gonna move out no he can't yeah. he can't move out he can't move out no he can't mm-mm. And then he does. And then he does. And then Chandler's devastated and turns mm-hmm. his back. And then Joey comes back through. And I love that they don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. He grabs him and hugs him and then goes. goes. Yeah. Perfect yeah. moment. So sweet. I loved it. But not so sweet in the Geller household. Ooh, talk about some tension. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I just love the way that they approach it. Like they're nervous about it. And she doesn't, she's in that sweet spot when you're first starting to date each other and you don't know how serious it's going to be, but you like enjoy each other's company. And you're starting to fall for somebody. Like she's in that sweet spot. And I like the way that she finds out. It's just the funniest way. <laughs> I think, yes, I agree. The whole thing is hilarious. The fact that they, that they even came, they, came together ross mm-hmm. and uh, monica and richard all came together from the city and then she was worried about the order they came in and then <laughs> and then and ross, ross was worried about the whole thing <laughs> oh my god ross was trying to minimize the damage right <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> and the way that like remember they call her a twinkie they call her a twinkie in the city and i'm that, like, yes that was my favorite line yeah, and he's a hero. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. And-, and her friend in the kitchen talking about the Twinkie that Richard's dating is hilarious. And yeah. you know that that's 100% real. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Some Somebody in the writer's room like had this experience or something because they it's too, you know, it's too honest. And then the men's response is hilarious. And Jack wanted to know more about the girl. And Ross is like, you don't want to know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that though just like the standard of the double standard? You know, it's like he's a hero, she's the Twinkie. It's like, oh, she has daddy issues if she's going for an older guy. And it's just, it's funny that the way they address it because that is so true. That's the way it's looked at, you know. And so. that's actually one of the great things about the show is they do bring all these real issues up, and but they bring them up in a funny, lighthearted way that. You know, makes us reflect on why, why, why is this double standard okay, but not in a kind of preachy sort of way. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I thought it was hilarious. And then when Monica was hiding in the restroom, and oh her parents started to do it, and yeah. then when she walks out, 
And Ross is like, what happened? She's like, remember the end of the prom video? She's like, I got the reenactment, the real life thing. She finds out in the bathroom how Richard really feels too. You know, he says he's really falling for her. So, you know, at least she got something, you know, out of, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was, a, I think that was a really good moment for her to stand up and tell her parents exactly how she's feeling for Richard because you kind of always see her parents bully her on and kind of like make her feel less, less than. than her brother. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this was kind of like, Hey, you know what? Like this is my boyfriend and I want to date him and I really like him. So you better, you better take it. Huge for Monica. Yeah. Huge, huge for Monica to be able to stand up to them and say this is, and for somebody that they've known and you know, it's, I mean, I'm sure this is the boldest thing she's ever done in her life is to stand in that kitchen. And if she had planned it, she probably wouldn't have done it. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. She didn't plan it. It just happened and it happened. So she was able to do it. I do love that Jack walks in holding the baseball bat and Ross is like, no, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. Perfect timing with Ross. Exactly. And they come in with the cake and sing happy birthday. It's hilarious yeah. it's so funny the tension is there but it's that great sitcom device of you know secrets held out and secrets revealed and then then the rest of the crowd comes in and he can't do anything he can't say anything so he has to just kind of play along with the birthday thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to release the tension they sing have birthday to him yeah but that's great about comedy writing is you build that tension up and then you pop it and then you yeah, build it up and you pop it again. Would you ever try comedy writing, Jason? I think it's way too hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Just yeah. able to, I mean, what do you guys think? I so, wouldn't personally. No. That's not hard. funny. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a comedic person. Yeah. I think Lorraine, Lorraine, a co coworker, should try it. Yeah, and Bobby, and Bobby, he's funny. Bobby. But they say that it's, you have to have a joke on every page. That's so a that's lot. Like 30 jokes per show, or you know, twenty to thirty jokes a show, and that's that is a lot. And we've all seen bad, you know, examples of it. So mm -hmm. this is you know, a really good example of it. They were mm -hmm. always on top of it. Always. Which is why we love this show. <laughs> it's true. Did you guys have any favorite lines? Oh, Jason, you mentioned yours. Yes, Jackie. Mine was just the. Um, the scene in the, the kitchen with um, Judy and her friend and Monica, it's like, speaking of Richard, or who he has some 20-year-old Twinkie in the city. You know? I'm like, oh, don't call her Twinkie. She's a woman. <laughs> She's a woman. Yeah, that was my favorite line, too. But then also, when Phoebe goes about her tattoo, she's like, this is the earth I've seen from a great distance. It's the way my mother sees me from heaven. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It's so good. So Phoebe-esque. Yeah, it is so good at being able to create a story in the moment. In like her own head, and everyone's like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I will say about Judy and her friend is, you know when that happened and they found out they panicked because their fear is going to happen to them too. Yeah. response. But isn't that always the thing, though? It's like um, when you've been married for a while and then there are single women that come into someone's life and then it's like, oh, well, is he going to go with her? You know, I don't know. I just it's there's a another another um, 
series that explores that it's like single women are the biggest threat, you know, and it's like, we're not a threat. We don't always, we don't go for that, you know? Well, so, when one couple in a group gets a divorce, it makes you know, everybody uneasy. Could this happen to us? Cause you know, relationships are not easy. You got to work yeah. on it. You know, like, but I do appreciate that Jack and Judy are still into each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did, you know, in the, <laughs> you know, married for so long. In yeah. the bathroom with the, you know, so that was, I, I think that's really sweet that they're still into each other and they're mm-hmm. still physical and sexual. So they've got yeah. it going on. <laughs> and Jack's such a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I got two 25 year olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. That was a fun one. So, uh, next is uh, obviously Chandler can't uh, live without, live alone. So, he gets a new roommate in the new episode with a new character entering, yeah. uh, Corgi new characters. So we'll talk all about that. Yes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and get us five star ratings and leave nice comments. And follow us on Instagram at Friends with Friends Podcast. See you next time.